Greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode 75 of Teaching Tales, the podcast totally devoted to sharing stories from the world of education. And I am your host, Brent Coley, an elementary principal in beautiful Southern California. And joining me for a second visit on the show is the one and only Dr. Todd Schmidt. Todd, my friend, how you doing? Hey, how are you? Thank you so much. I didn't realize number 75, a lot so special. Yeah, I was looking back like you were on episode 15. Oh, geez. Oh, wow. So, I remember when we did that, too. We, we did it in a, uh, in a, uh, a, a, a meeting room at a hotel where we were both attending a conference. So Exactly. At Lead 3 wow. Conference several years ago and 60 episodes later, we're back at it. And I'm, I'm totally, totally excited to chat today. We were talking a little before we before we started recording. The topic today is going to be... It's one that applies to everyone. Yeah. But uh, uh, for for anyone who's not yet familiar with you, just give us a brief rundown. Who is Todd Schmidt? Oh, okay. Well, let's see here. So um, I am an elementary principal also in Southern California. Um, I am going into my eighth year as an elementary principal. Um, This is my first year that I switched districts um, just this past year. And one of those reasons is going to be because something I know we're going to be talking about, which is the need for self-care and making sure you're taking care of yourself and your family. So that was kind of a big thing here. This is my 20, oh God, 24th year in education. Um, I spent 13 years in the classroom where I taught everything from fourth grade to AP U.S. history, most of it in middle school. Um, and yeah, I did two years as an AP. And then, like I said, this is my eighth year as an elementary principal. I love it. It's a lot of fun, but I am now in a district where my kids are. So rather than me going 45 minutes each way, I now, if I hit all three lights between my house and my school, it's seven minutes. So it's been a, it's been a, it's been a big change. Oh, absolutely. And having your, both of my kids, well, one of them is she's now in college now, time flies, but yeah, they were both in, they were both in my district and it makes it makes such a difference. Vacation yeah. vacations are the same, and yeah, mm-hmm. it, it is huge. And man, just hearing your background again, I'm reminded how similar you and I are. I mean, you're in <laughs> eighth year as a principal. I'm in my seventh year as a principal. You did two years as an AP. I did two years as an AP. This is my twenty fourth year as well. I mean, it's like it's it's like eerily similar. Yeah. So, so, so I was, I want a little twist to start the, fi- sure. I don't know, the 15th episode that we did together, the, the topic was like, what's, what's the best parts of being a principal mm-hmm. to kind of segue into what we're going to talk about today. What's the hardest part of being a principal? What would you, what would you say? Um, you know, okay. I think there's a couple of different things. Um, and it, it really kind of depends sometimes it can be a very, it can be a very lonely, um, experience, um, as a, especially as an elementary principal, a lot of us don't have assistant principals. Um, and you know, you're kind of, you're dealing with certain things and there's really sometimes nobody to really kind of bounce ideas off of. I think, um, it became one of the reasons why I went to Twitter and so much was because I felt so isolated, um, in terms of people understanding where I was coming from or what the, the problems are, you know, you, you, you deal with a lot and as amazing as the kids are and as amazing as your teachers can be and as amazing as you have all these supportive families on your campuses, it can be very draining. Um, you are, in, for many cases, you are the person. And so you can be stretched out very thin. 
Um, at times, um, it can be a lot to handle. Sometimes then your energy is completely gone. And by the time you get home, you're just, you're, you're spent. And so, um, I have never been in a profession where I felt more rewarded as well as more exhausted. Um, mm. and, uh, you know, I, I, there are definitely days where I go, why did I leave the classroom again? God, I was, <laughs> it was, it was so, it was so, you know, simple is not the right word, but at least it was, uh, it didn't you know, all, everything didn't funnel to you. <laughs> correct. Yeah. And I mean, you, you, you controlled in those four walls, you know, and now, you know, handling the different things. I mean, just the stuff you learn on the spot, like, I mean, we could, this, that would be a whole nother podcast, but the yeah. stuff that we have seen and dealt with, like, there's no way they can prepare you for that. It's like, kind of like when you were doing your fifth year as a teacher, you know, yeah. and, I, when I get student teachers now on my campus, I'm like, look, this is going to be a really great experience for you, but there are going to be things we're not going to be able to prepare you for just because it is so random of the stuff you deal with. And as a principal, it doesn't matter what classes you take or, you know, certifications you get, the times you're dealing with how to handle when, you know, social services shows up on your campus and you're finding out about a kiddo who's been abused or when you get caught in between two parents or in a really, really ugly divorce and watching how that impacts those kids. Or when you have a teacher who's just completely, you know, lost that, that love of what got them into the profession and they're having a breakdown. I mean, they don't prepare you for that and how to handle that can be, can be a lot. And it, I think for a lot of the principals that you and I are connected with, we, we take such pride in what we do, but we also, we shoulder a lot of the burden and it can be emotionally draining. And, oh, I'm, um, yeah. And that's, that's, that's the role. That's, that's what, that's one of the reasons we're there is to eliminate obstacles and shoulder burdens for other people so that they can do what they do great and serve mm -hmm. Serve kids, but but you're absolutely right. It is everything you said. I would agree. I'm I'm like nodding my head on the other, <laughs> on the other end of this uh, internet line because it, it is everything you said. It 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 it's incredibly draining, um, yet at the same time incredibly rewarding. Uh, and you you can listen back to episode 15 and see all the all the great things from knee high hugs from kindergartners to high fives from fifth graders to shooting hoops on the basketball. I mean. There's so many great things, but it's that draining part that we kind of want to talk about today. And if you're not a principal, if you're a, an educator, a teacher, classroom teacher, an aide, uh, district level, it doesn't matter. This applies. It's that self-care. Like right. it is draining, whether you're a classroom teacher, because like you said, yeah, you, you control what goes on within those four walls. And yeah, there's hiccups that come, come in across our paths. However, I mean, we, we have, you have a lot more control. Um, Self-care though, like right. it, it, we have to be able to turn, turn it off or step away. And what have you found like as you've, as you've moved over the last several years, because I know that you have tweeted about stuff like this and uh, right. you've talked about stuff like this, like why is, why is this important for you? Well, and I, I think big part, and I think you and I have had conversations with other principals and other, you know, administrators and whatnot, is that it's really easy to get burnt out. Mm. And when you get to a spot where you're just like, 
oh God, I just, I don't even know if I have the energy to deal with this anymore. You know, um, I, a, a good buddy of mine, um, Eric Ewald, who's the principal out of Iowa, had mentioned before, you know, we always are looking for that elusive balance. We'll never, ever achieve it, but, you know, we keep striving for it. And it kind of was that mentality as you got together with different principles and realized, wow, we are really all kind of feeling the same of we we go and we are there and we're at the evening events and we're at the, you know, the, the, the PTA meetings and we're all over the place and we're trying to be all things for all of these people. And if you don't take the time to take care of yourself and take care of the things that are also just as important, your faith, your family, uh, your health, you're going to, I mean, truly, you're, I just, I've watched too many fellow administrators who have put so much emphasis on their school life that they've ignored all the other things and they've either had health problems, uh, heart attacks. I've watched marriages fall apart. Um, and so kind of watching that really kind of made it to where I really needed to make sure that I was being intentional with with that. And also realizing as you kind of do this for a while, you kind of realize there are going to be certain things you can, hey, that'll be there tomorrow. I can yeah. leave that there. So, Yeah. yeah. Gosh, I, again, nodding my head. <laughs> I mean, it's just like preach it, brother. But I mean, I talked about this on an, on a on an earlier episode, but it's worth repeating. So if you're a new teacher listening to this right now, um, here's, here's my, my piece of wisdom that I'm sure Todd, you will agree with is you'll never get it all done. Mm -hmm. Correct. (laughs) You, and if you're a principal, you'll never get it all done or an assistant principal or just, there will always be something else you could be doing. And I remember having that realization in the copy room during my second year of teaching. And I'm very glad that I, it was only in my second year of teaching. It was like seven o'clock at night. I was in the copy room getting ready and doing a bunch of stuff. And I just had this epiphany, like I could stay till midnight. Mm -hmm. And, And there was, there were still, there was always something else to do. So coming to that realization of I and said it beautifully. It'll keep. This will keep. And, and whether it, it this will keep. Um, and I, I don't remember who said it, but I read a tweet or or, or read a blog post or something where, uh, and I thought I almost thought this is what you were going to say when you said it'll keep. Is the world will go on without us too? Mm-hmm. That that it's not worth letting our marriage go down the drain or. Mm-hmm spending time with our kids or doing all of this because what's most important? I mean, the, the job is important. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's like our, our kids, our staff that we are supporting, that, that's what they were there for. But I think you preach, I know you preach the same thing to your staff. Your family comes first. Mm-hmm. I think oh, we're, absolutely. Real, yeah, we're real good at telling our staffs that, but not maybe so great. And, and I've gotten better with this at walking the walk ourselves. So, so what, what are you doing? Like if someone's listening and they're like, gosh, I'm, I, they're nodding their heads as they're walking or <laughs> listening mm-hmm. to the podcast, but they're struggling with it. Like you and me struggle with this. What, what do you do? What, what are some practical things that somebody could do to, to take care of themselves to balance? Okay. So, so I'm going to give a couple of them that I have come across that have worked really, really well for me personally. 
Um, the first one is kind of silly, but it, it has proven to be life changing for me. And when, when you have a break, like I'm, I'm in a district that right now we have some, we have president's week. So I have this week off, which is amazing. Now I could still be on my email. I could still be checking things, but for those of us who are in this, typically your email is on your device. Yep. I turn off my email. I turn it off. I don't delete it. I just turn, there's this great little toggle that you can do on accounts. If you have an, you know, an iPhone or an iPad or anything, actually I'm sure Android has it as well. And it's just a little toggle that turns off your email. So it's no longer on your device. That mm. in and of itself has been amazing for me because I, you know what? No, this is my time. And I tell this to my staff. I t- and I let, you know, districts, like our district leadership know it's like, hey, you, you have my cell phone. If you need me, call me. I Text me. Happy to, you know, if you have a question or you need me to address something, totally fine. But that has been amazing. And I even at times when like things got really stressful or I was dealing with a negative parent or something along those lines, I'd toggle that switch as I was leaving the parking lot. <laughs> and I'd turn it back on when I got back into the parking lot. Because I think that most teachers would agree, uh, most administrators I know would definitely agree. Has there been an email that came in in the evening that really made me feel good about myself? Uh-huh. You know, like you're going to get, what you're going to get is you're going to have some parent who, you know, very brave behind their keyboard, who sends some scathing thing that you're going to be like perseverating on for hours on end. So no, I don't even want to see it. It'll be there in the morning when I, when I get in and then I can be, you know, like, fired up but that right there was 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 great and so now during breaks i encourage my staff to turn off their email not just send a uh, not a not just a um out an outgoing office. message and out of office but li- like literally turn it off of your devices and that has been great for me well, so that's one i have not i have not gone that far but um I've got like some notes that I typed out of things that I might share. And I wrote turning notifications off. Mm-hmm. And for me, that, I mean, it's not quite to the level, but I got to tell you, and this would be my encouragement. It's like all the time, I don't have notifications on, on my email, on my device. And mm-hmm. until about a year ago, I did not even have email on my phone. Wow. I have it on my iPad, which I, anytime I'm in meetings and stuff like that, I've got it on my desktop in my office, but I didn't have it on my phone for the reason that you were just saying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I needed there to be a break. And the reason I since put it on my phone, we had fires in our area. Um, uh, So it was kind of reminders like, you know what? And they were pushing mass information out regarding school closures and stuff like that. And I realized I need this. But to your point, they have my cell. And if it's a true, like, if they need to get a hold of me right then and there, they're going to call me. Right. Um, or they're going to text me. But but turning, because I found the exact same thing, that little uh, red number that pops up on the email icon was controlling yep. me. Yep. And mm-hmm. at 9 p.m., I see a number. It's like, uh-oh, something is demanding my attention. Yep. And it was it was consuming me. And and to your point, very rarely do the really complimentary emails come through at 9 and 10 o'clock at night. (laughs) That's when the parents have put the kids down to bed. They're frustrated about something, and they're going to 
get their keyboard courage and they're going to, they're going to let you know. And I came to the realization, I can't solve that problem at 10 o'clock at night. And, um, so yeah, turning, but I really like your idea of just toggling it off, turning mm -hmm. it off and just turning the notifications off for me. I still may check it, but I check it on my time. And, and see, that's, that's what I had to stop doing. See, that's yeah. interesting because you, you at least have the discipline. I actually had to not have it there. So I could not even, because you would not even, it. not even check it. And that was kind of one of the things of making sure that when, when I got home, that I was really kind of emphasizing and making sure I was paying attention to my family mm. and not looking at it, you know, because if I, again, if I just turned notifications off, but it was still there, I might still check it. And I yeah. just was like, Nope, I don't even want the temptation for me now to like during my break, if I'm going to check my email, I have to go onto my computer. I have to go to our webmail. I have to log in. I mean, it's several steps for mm. me to get to my email. So yeah. And once I stopped feeling guilty about it, that was a hard part too. Was you feel really guilty about it? Once I got over that, like nothing, nothing earth shattering happened, you know. And the people who I want to have access to me have my cell phone number or have other means of getting a hold of me. So that included my staff, um, all of my, you know, my parent leadership has my cell phone, you know. And I'm like, just please, you know, be mindful. Like I really sure. respect your family time. Please respect mine as well. Um, so only if it's been an emergency. And that has really been, that has been great. So I highly recommend it. Oh, I, I, I love that because um, there has to be that line. And as you were saying that, um, it just, technology is fantastic. You and I both agree with that. Uh, apps and, and platforms like Remind and Class mm -hmm. and things. It's awesome. And the lines of communication that that has opened is fantastic. However... <laughs> Uh -huh. However, what that has done is it has blurred a line, uh, if not altogether erased the line, of when it's appropriate to um, send those messages. And, and, mm -hmm. and, it's, and, and I'm sure you've seen this with your staff and teachers will come and say, hey, I got this remind message from a parent or whatever that sent it just horrible times in the, in the middle. And it's, and it's almost like we have to balance that because if you respond at 1130 at night mm -hmm. to a parent that is writing at 1125 at night, you're, you're now letting them know that there are no boundaries. Correct. So, and that's just it. You're, you're, yeah. you're, you're letting them all know you are accessible at any given time. And, and that's, that's nope. not a, that's, that's yeah. So my message again, for anyone listening, it's like, it is okay to turn the notifications off. It is okay to turn the email off. Mm -hmm. your fan, when you're at work, you need to be at work. And when you're at home, it's okay to put the blinders on and completely focus on your family. So Correct. I love that, Todd. I love that. Anything else that you... Uh, um, I think in terms of self-care, I think that one of the big ones is making sure that you're taking the time to take care of yourself as it pertains to... Um, exercise, um, really being intentional, finding the time that works best for you. Like, so for me, I have to do it first thing in the morning. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I have a really hard time trying to do it after, uh, after work. I just am usually too tired. Um, and my car just seems to want to go home, not to the gym. So for me, go, making that an intentional part and scheduling it, um, 
you know, making it to where I, I really need to make sure I'm getting up, getting it done. And I just feel better, you know? So I think, you know, highlighting that is going to be huge. Um, making sure that you're making that time and being very intentional with it and just finding the time that works best for you is going to be huge. Um, another one that I would say just for other administrators too, and this kind of goes to something you had mentioned, is really kind of making sure that if you're going to espouse a, um, a family first kind of mentality, uh, two things. Number one, you have to model it. So I'm big on, you know, letting people know what, that I'm doing stuff with my kids or, you know, that I'm, I'm, I'm kind of walking that talk. Um, it's one of the reasons, again, like I said, I moved back up to the district that I used to teach in was so that I could be in the same district with my kids when that opportunity presented itself. But I think also when you're, when your staff have opportunities to do something, maybe even during the school year, that you don't give them grief if they have to take some days to do something with their family. Amen. You know, I'd never want a teacher to feel guilty about spending a couple extra days in Europe with their daughter who's on, um, uh, uh, on semester abroad because, abroad. Yeah. you know, it's like you, I want them to be able to, I, that popped into my head because I just have one right now. But anytime that a teacher or a staff member has come to me and said, hey, you know, I have this opportunity, I'm always like, oh, that sounds awesome. Enjoy. I never want them to feel that that, you know, if they have to leave early because their kiddo's getting an award or, hey, my daughter's getting recognized this morning. I cover their class. If I can't yeah. find a sub, I'll go cover it. I want yeah. them to be able to have those moments because they are so fleeting. Like you and I have talked before. I mean, you're, you have a daughter that's already in college and I'm sitting here looking at my daughter and I'm like, I just dropped you off at kindergarten. How are you a freshman in high school already? So, you know, you just, you have to really make sure that people understand that you do value their family time and that you want them to protect it. And you want them to be able to celebrate all of those things as well. So uh, that's, yeah. that's, that's, those are some big ones that I just think of right now of, of not only modeling self-care, but taking care of yourself as well. Yeah. And I think that that's, I think you hit it on the head. It's like, whatever works for you. Like for me, um, I've, I've taken up just walking. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's hard for me to get to a gym for the exact reasons that you said. I tip, I have to, I drop my son off at high school in the morning. So I, I get into the office pretty early and getting to the gym in the morning is not really an option. And for the exact reasons you said after work, yeah, I don't have anything left. <laughs> there, there's, yeah. there's no way I could do that. But I've just found walking. I took a walk. I mean, we're recording this. We started at 10 a.m., but I got up. I still got to sleep in because it's President's Day. So I got got to sleep in a little bit, but I went out for a walk. I've got just a, a two-and-a-half, two-and-three-quarter-mile walk around our community. It takes mm -hmm. me about 45 minutes. Um, I'm able to I spend the first part of that walk just kind of praying and reconnecting with God. And then I, I usually listen to an audible, uh, for the last part of my, uh, for the last part of the walk. That's, that's something for me uh, mm -hmm. is for pleasure, uh, to not, I was going to say too often making that sound like it's a negative thing, but we read a lot of professional development books and stuff like that, but just reading for pleasure. And, yeah. uh, that's what I like. I like to read fantasy and, and fiction because, I get to go somewhere else. <laughs> I get that, that, that's it, and I have them. I have them lined up on my on my Kindle right now. Truly, yeah. uh, the non the they are spy thrillers that I've been waiting for, and I'm like, 
all right, I'm ready to go. So I, I, that, that one right there is huge. That's a great one. Yeah. And, 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 and it's like, and I think walking, cause I was thinking like, if someone's listening to this, it's like walking for the most part is something that we can all do. We mm-hmm. don't have to be, well, I don't have a gym membership. Well, walking's free. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and, and now I'm fortunate. I have a, a hopefully anyone listening, you have a, a nice community and uh, that you could do it there or it's a safe community. And if it's not, Maybe you do it at your school. I've done that. Yeah, before. doing it at lunch with other people. Like yeah. I have several teachers who used to take their lunch and they do a walking lunch. Yeah. And they just go walk around the neighborhood talking to each other. And it was very cathartic for them sometimes, but it got them out of the, 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 the gossipy staff lounge, for lack of a better term. And they just found it to be such a, a great experience, you know? And again, if you have a neighborhood that's great or just safety in numbers always helps too. Yeah. But yeah, I loved I loved that one. Sometimes I'd go join them, you know, just like, hey, I'll go walk with you. That sounds like fun. Yeah. yeah. It's just, I think your point, whatever it is, taking mm-hmm. care of yourself, whether it's um, <clears throat> eat, eating healthy, getting that exercise. And again, the form of exercise can take a whole bunch of different, whole bunch of different mm-hmm. things that I can take on. Just do it. And I think the all-encompassing theme of this is don't feel guilty. Your point mm-hmm. when, when when a teacher wants to do something with their family and to spend a little extra time because their their kiddo's home from college, or it's like, don't make them feel guilty. But I think it's overcoming that that guilt. Oh, I just I just watched uh, I just watched three episodes of Netflix of a Netflix show. <laughs> It's like that's okay. Yeah. Oh, hey, <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's 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 okay. It's like, hey, I took my walk, and, and I'm gonna do a little. I'm gonna do a little uh, a little update on something I'm working on. But I'm gonna go up and I'm gonna watch Netflix because because doggone it, I deserve it. <laughs> yeah. It, well, and yes, you you have to be able to, and I think that in education we have just been primed that the best teachers and the best principals just. 100% all the time, every kid, every day. And you're like, no, no one can sustain that. Like you really genuinely, if you're looking to be your best, you have to at least be willing to say, I need to take care of myself too, because that's going to make me better for all the people in my life, my family, my friends, my students, my staff, myself. Like I have to get over that thing that taking care of yourself is a, is a selfish thing or taking time off and going, I just need a brain break and I'm going to take a day and relax and go for a walk or go for a bike ride or watch a binge watch an entire series on Netflix. Yes. If that, if that helps get you right. So you're like, okay, that was, that's what I needed. Then I think you should, I think you should definitely do it. And again, deal with some people who have taken a long time to get to that spot of realizing it's a totally okay. Yeah. Yeah. So anyone listening it's okay. You cannot, yeah. you cannot fill from an empty vessel. Mm-hmm. If, we're, if you, you and I are, tag, are tasked with, with, with filling out the buckets of our staff and our students, and if we got nothing left, it, it's, it, it ain't going to work. So yeah, I agree. Awesome. This is good stuff, man. Good stuff. So well, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing. And before we finish, I'm gonna. I, I started something a couple episodes ago, and then I forgot to do it the last two I recorded because I'm not used to doing it. 
And I'm going to do some, rap some rapid fire questions for you. Okay. Total non-education, just, just something to let us know a little bit about Todd Schmidt. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't worry. It's nothing. It's these, nothing. These are, no, the only, the only reason, actually, you know what's funny, though, Brent, and before you ask me, we started doing this at the end of our interviews for new teachers. We started asking these questions at the end. And it, it's based off of, you know, like that. Uh, we we kind of took some of the questions from inside the actor studio um, where they did it. That right there was the most eye-opening experience into new teachers or just, is this somebody who we feel is going to be a great part of our culture? Like the yeah. laughter we got from some of these things and the questions. Oh, yeah. I highly recommend it. It's great. I know. I, I, I'm totally going to take that potential for uh, future interviews. Yeah. So, all right. So what are you currently listening to on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music, whatever? I just have, I have the, I have country music on. I'm a big country music fan. And so that's, uh, I, that's how I find out what all the new songs are. So that's what I got. Nice. Favorite TV show or Netflix show? Jack Ryan. Oh, on Amazon. So good. It's good. I haven't watched that yet. Oh my God. It's in episode two. I mean, season two. It's fantastic. I rewatch oh. it. It's so good. I, I, I need to start that one. Cause I'm not going to feel guilty about it. Yes, um, you should. <laughs> mountains, mountains or beach? Mountains. Mountains. Favorite Starbucks drink? A venti non-fat latte with one stevia. All right. Favorite salty snack? Uh, pretzels. Pretzels. Favorite sweet snack? Sour Patch Kids. Oh, I love those. My son knows. <laughs> And uh, what are you currently reading? Or if you're not, what's one of those books that you've got lined up on your Kindle? Um, actually, I have. I am reading um, Innovate um, Inside the Box by George Kuros right now. And I absolutely love it. And then I am going to plug one more book just because it goes so well with this topic. Yeah. But it's uh, by uh, Jessica Johnson, Sarah Johnson, and Jessica Cabine. And it's called Balance Like a Pirate. And it is... So good. Like I cannot sell that book enough because it just, it, it, it gave you a lot of ideas, but it also just was like, huh? Okay, good. Yeah. Other people are, are still trying to achieve that balance. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I have that one. I have that one too. And I would agree. It's definitely got some, again, it's, it reaffirms everything that we've, that we're, that we've been saying in this episode. It, it's okay. It's not just okay. It's, it's essential. It's yeah. essential. Yep. So awesome. Well, Todd, thank you, man. Uh, for anyone who is wanting to connect with you on Twitter or online, how can they get in touch with you? Uh, let's see here on Twitter. I am T.S. Schmitty. I'm also that on Boxer. I pretty much commandeered every single T.S. Schmitty I can get, which is also my Gmail account. So uh, it's truly really, T.S.S.C.H.M.I.D.T.Y. And then I have that at Gmail. That's on Boxer. And that's on Twitter. That's how you get me. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Todd, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you in person uh, next month at Spring Q. Yes, 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 so, of course. That's going to be great. Looking forward to that and uh, chatting with you in person. Uh, and everyone uh, for listening, thank you for listening. Uh, hopefully, you got something out of this. But as I periodically or almost every time say, it doesn't matter if you're not listening because I got something out of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Doing these episodes, are, it's self-care for me, right? I'm getting something out of it just by, 
by talking with people like Todd. Todd, thank you for for sharing your your wisdom, your experiences with us. Uh, you're the man, my friend. Thank you so much, buddy. Great talking to you as always. Yep, yep. And everyone else, uh, if you haven't already done so, remember, be sure to subscribe. Uh, we're in Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or you can listen to my website at brentcoley.com on the podcast page. Uh, and until next time, have a good one.